really want to bless you. Lord told me so many things on my trip. I mean, just amazing things. It's, it's something how when you go away, when you get away from it all for a minute, how the Lord can speak so so many different things to you. Amen. But um, Amen. I'm going to start this message today uh, by giving you just a couple of sayings that we, we hear in the world. One is, uh, I know you all have heard this saying, if you know better, you do better. Yes, yes boy. We all heard that saying, right? Yes. I'm going to apply that to the world. If you know God's word, you'll do much better. Yes, Lord. You got to read your Bible. You got to study God's word. You got to pray. You got to communicate with him always. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember I said last week, saints, uh, our, uh, I was talking about being ignorant of certain things. And ignorant just simply means you don't know. Amen. If you don't know something, you're ignorant to that. Amen. It doesn't mean you're stupid. You can't learn. Ignorance just simply means you don't know. And I told you all that uh, if uh, if it's something that you don't know, please don't let it be the word of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> don't be ignorant to the word of God. You can be ignorant to a lot of things, but don't be ignorant to God's word. Thank you, Lord. And here's a saying that, you know, that, that, that I hear a lot too, where people say ignorance is bliss. Amen. Have you all heard that saying? Ignorance is bliss. If you don't, and that just means ignorance is, is bliss means if you don't know, don't worry about it. Amen. Amen. And some things I don't know, I don't worry about. Amen. Yes. Amen. It is bliss. Some things I don't know, I just don't worry about it. But knowing the word of God, saints, would definitely keep you from worrying. See, this is real ironic. It says, ignorance is bliss says, if you don't know, don't worry about it. But you want the word of God, amen? That's going to keep you, you know, amen, on the, on, the, on the correct path. That's going to give you all your rights and privileges, amen? Amen. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to the word of God, amen? Because the word of God is what's going to keep you from worrying. Amen. They did. Yes, ignorance. Warriors are folks who either don't know the word of God, so now they worry. They don't know what God said about a certain thing, so they worry. Amen. Or they just don't believe it. People worry because they don't believe God at his word. They don't believe, oh, God, you won't do that. You can't do that. But if he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it, saints of God. Please believe it. Amen. Don't act ignorant to it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Saints of God, I got a question for you. Won't he do it? Yes, he, he will do it. He will do it, saints. So there's no need to worry. Ignorance is not bliss when it comes to the word of God. Amen. Because we want to know it. Amen. So we can stand in our, our rights and privileges. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So today I want to talk about love and priority, saints. And you know, whenever God gives me something on love, I really am attentive because he, he named the ministry that, Agape Love. So that yeah. message always brightens my eyes, amen, when, I, when he begins to speak to me like that on anything related to love, amen. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I'm going to talk about this love and priority, what he showed me, because many people could do so much better, saints, if they just got their priorities straight when it comes to love. Amen. And I want to show you this. I want to make it so clear today. Because our love life is a major priority, saints. Amen. It's major. As a matter of fact, it's one of the number one priorities in our life. Is love, saints of God. Please hear me. What you fall in love with is <laughs> a big number one priority, saints. So today I, I said I want to focus on priorities when it comes to love. Let me just give you this side up right here, this side tip right here. Because whatever you do, <laughs> you don't want to fall in love with money. Amen. Whatever you do, please, I'm going to say that again, saints of God, because God was so clear, you know, and I'm, I'm in Las Vegas, so he's speaking these words to me, and it, it was just so awesome. Whatever you do, saints of God, you do not want to fall in love with money. Amen. Amen. Many other problems today in this world is caused by people who have fell in love with money, saints of God. Many of them. Think about it. Many disputes we have today is over money. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Think about it. I mean, many of the murders that's going on, it's because of money. Amen. Divorces over money. Amen. Loss of homes over money. Amen. Families broken up, going all every which way. A lot of times it's over money. Amen. I'm never going to speak to you again. Over just a little money. Amen. Amen. And I could go on and on and on and on, saints of God. Because money, whatever you do, the Lord showed me this. He was just so clean. He was so clear with it. Whatever you do, saints of God, you don't want to fall in love with money. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, let me give you some scriptures on that. I want to take you out to these scriptures. Let's get into God's word. We want to rightly divide this word of truth because I want to show this to you because God, the way he showed it to me was so beautiful. Turn in your Bibles, if you would, to 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. Again, we're talking today about priorities and love. Amen. And I was saying, I said earlier that the number one, one, number one of your priorities is what you fall in love with. Just keep that in mind, thanks to God. Hallelujah, Lord. So 1 Timothy chapter 6, if everyone's there, look at verse 6. It says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. See, if you committed your life to God, saints, you're content in the state you're in. And if you're in Christ, you'd be content in that. Amen. Because you're winning. You're way ahead of the game if you just committed your life to Christ. That's why I say it's about godliness with commitment, with, with uh, contentment. Amen. That's great gain. You're way ahead of the game with God 
and being content in him. Amen. Look at verse seven. He showed me this one so clear, saints. For we brought nothing into this world and it is certain. He didn't say maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's doubtful. He said it's certain. <laughs> You're not carrying nothing out of this world. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Don't fall in love with the world, saints of God. Amen. You brought nothing into it and you're not going to carry nothing out of it. Amen. Look at verse 8. It says, and having food and raiment, let us be there with content. The scripture is saying if you have food to eat and clothes on your black, you're good. You'll be shocked how many people just don't have that. <laughs> food to eat and clothes on their back. Oh, I saw so many street people in Las Vegas. Amen. So many. You know, we came out of a restaurant and a guy just stood there. He said, can, sir, can I just please have your leftovers? Do you hear me, saints of God? Some people don't even have clothes on their back and food to eat. Amen. These scriptures are powerful, and it? but they're so simple. We could just get this. Amen. You don't want to fall in love with money. That, that messes your priorities up. Amen. And I want to make it clear because the Lord made it so clear to me when he showed me this. The scripture again, verse 8 is just saying, be content with food and clothes on your back. Amen. You're ahead of the game. Look at verse 9. It says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and prediction. <laughs> See, the scripture is clearly saying, saints, if you have made money your number one priority, <laughs> you can fall, You and you fell in love with it, <laughs> you can fall into all these different traps. Amen. When you covet money, saints of God, thank you, Lord Jesus. You can fall into all this foolish and hurtful lust and drown in destruction and prediction. Prediction is eternal damnation. Amen. Hell, absolute ruin. That's what this that scripture is saying. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But they that will be rich. That and that that's saying they that chase riches. Huh? That's your goal. I want to be rich. Be rich in Christ. Please hear me. Please hear me. That's everything. Amen. Look at verse 10, saints of God. The punchline. It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. <laughs> Are you hearing that, saints? I'm showing you today what it looks like what the results are when your priorities are out of order. Huh? When you cover that the money, it says you err in the faith. Huh? You err from the faith. That's what the scripture is saying. What does that mean? Amen. We See, we don't want to trust money. We want to trust God. Money, the money has that much sense. <laughs> the money says on it, in God we trust. Money got that much sense. But we don't. We want to trust the money. Trust God, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. The scripture is saying, 
we err from the faith. Huh? We walk by faith, saints, not by sight. Amen. That's how we walk. We err when we trust money. And I want to make this so clear, so clear to you today. See, we we trust the source and not the resource. Remember, God is the source. Everything else is a resource. Amen. Money is just a resource. See, we got to trust the creator, not the creation. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. And, and, and saints of God, when I read this scripture, this is one of the most misquoted scriptures. Amen. Because you have people say this all the time. Money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. Amen. That's not what it's saying. The scripture is saying the love of money is the root of all evil. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today we're talking about our priorities and love. And I wanted to just come out the gate showing you the number one priority that gets mixed up in this world today and what it causes. Amen. <laughs> and that's the love of money. Money is awesome. It's great. It's fun. We needed to do things. We needed to go places. We needed to buy our things. We needed to, but we not. But the, what I'm saying today is don't fall in love with it. Amen. Prioritize your love life. That's what I'm saying to you today, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It's not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Look at verse 11. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Here's the priority spelled out for us, saints of God. It says, flee that stuff. Flee that love and money. Run from that. Amen. And then it tells us even what to follow after, saints. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It just spells it out clearly. Follow after righteousness, after godliness, after faith, after love, after patience, after meekness. Huh? If we could just get our priorities straight, saints of God. Amen. Ooh, if we know better, we'll do better. That's what the, that was that saying I read, right? We, we need to know this, what our priorities are, and get them straight. Amen. Oh, Lord, thank you for this. Look at verse 12, saints of God. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto there art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. See, a, a believer's lifestyle, saints, is a fight of faith, amen, which leads to eternal life. That's what a, a believer's lifestyle is, amen. And, and I like the way the scripture puts it here. It says, fight the good fight. <laughs> you ever been in a good fight? Fights are usually bad because in, in nature, you're in a fight. But it says this is a good fight. And the reason it's good is because we win. <laughs> There's no losing in Christ ever. That makes this fight we're in, in Christ, a good fight. Amen. That's what it's telling us to do. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold to eternal life. See, the good fight of faith leads to eternal life. That's the true riches. Oh, I'm trying to get priorities straight today, saints of God. I want you to straighten them. If your priorities are not straight, get them straight today. Amen. I'm going to spell them out to you. This scripture spelled it out to us right here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says, fight that good fight. 
Hallelujah, Lord. All right, saints of God, I showed you the major thing out the gate that you don't want to fall in love with. Amen. <laughs> you don't want to fall in love with money. Don't do it, saints. The love of money is the root of all evil. Not the money, the love of it. Don't fall in love with it. Amen. Again, we're talking today about priorities and we're talking about love. Amen. And I'm, I'm going to make this plain for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're talking about the number one priorities in our life is our love life. What we love, what we fall in love with. Amen. Now, after Jesus, you all remember the story, he shut the Sadducees up, right? And the Pharisees came playing a dozen with him, right? Asking him, what's the greatest commandment? You all remember that story? Look, we're going to look at it quick. Let's, let me show it to you. I want to show you today the scenario as we prioritize our love life. I want to show you this scenario right here. Turn in your Bibles real quick to Matthew. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 22. Hallelujah, Lord. Talking about our priorities today and our love life. If we can get that straight. I'm that number one priority. I love what we fall in love with. <laughs> That'll take you a long way. That'll take you all the way there, saints. Thank you, Jesus. You all in Matthew 22? I'm going to start with verse 23. Again, the Sadducees, Jesus has just shut them up. But here it goes, Matthew uh, 22 and verse 23. It says, the same day came to him the Sadducees, which say that there is no resurrection, and asked him. <laughs> so the Sadducees, the people who say there's no resurrection, came to Jesus. That's what the scripture is saying. <laughs> Imagine that, saints of God. Here's the Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection coming to the resurrection. That's what this scripture is saying right here. It said here the, the same day came the Sadducees, which, which say that there is no resurrection. So the Sadducees who said there's no resurrection come to the resurrection. Because Jesus is the resurrection. We know that, right? He, he told Martha that and Mary. He let them know, well, if you would have came, our brother wouldn't have died. You know, if you, well, he said, he said, what? Well, he's not, well, we know he's going to be alive in the resurrection. And Jesus told him point blank, I am the resurrection. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody just shout on that one, right? Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> you did wake us uh, dead bodies up. You are the resurrection. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And I was tired in, on the onset of this, but I feel energized now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so here, picture now. I want you all to picture this. Stay with me. Here are the Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection coming to the resurrection. Amen. <laughs> Maybe that's why they call them the Sadducees. Amen. They were sad, you see. Amen. Sad, you see. They were sad, you see. See, if you don't believe in the resurrection, it's a sad ending for you. <laughs> That's why they call them Sadducees. Anybody who don't believe in the resurrection, 
So they're here, they're dead, and it's over. That's a sad ending. Amen. I just want to get that out there right now. Thank you. Just look at verse 24. So here these Sadducees coming to Jesus, the resurrection, verse 24, saying, Master, Moses said, if a man die having no children, his brother should marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. So back then, saying to God, you know that if you were married and you didn't have any children and you died, your brother would marry your wife and have children with her. Amen. This is called the law of the leverate. It's a, what they call a leverate marriage. Amen. And this law ensured that the families, the lines were kept intact. Amen. So they had this law in place, you know, to keep the family lines intact. And also it provided uh, it, to, to keep the widows, amen, looked after. So this law, this leverate marriage law was awesome back then. And if you want more information on it, I don't want to read it today, but you can find it in Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 5 through 10. It'll talk about this leverate law of uh, marriage that Moses had gave to them. Amen. So they came to came to Jesus, asking him this question about uh, what Moses had told him. Look at verse 25. Now there were with us, now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife deceased and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother, likewise the second also, and the third unto seven. So this happened all through his life to seven brothers. And the last of all, the woman died also. And then finally the woman died. Amen. So she had all these brothers in this family to die, to die, to die. And finally she dies. That's the question they're posing to the resurrection. That's what they're asking Jesus. So 28 says, therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. <laughs> they love playing the dozen with Jesus, don't they? <laughs> Look at verse 29. Here's what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. <laughs> and this is what I was telling you, all saints of God, was dangerous. Again, ignorance means you don't know. They were ignorant of the scriptures. He said, you err in them. Amen. <laughs> you do err because you don't know the scriptures. And that's a... Not knowing the scripture, saints of God, is a major error. Amen. Like I said, you can be ignorant to anything in this world, but don't be ignorant to the word of God, all the promises that he made us. Amen. You want to know your rights in the, in the scriptures. You don't want to err. You want to study these scriptures. Oh, please hear me, saints of God. <laughs> but look what else it says, saints. I want to point this out to you. Catch this revelation. It says you, you do err not knowing the scriptures, but then you also miss this right here. Knowing the power of God. See, when you don't know the scriptures, you miss the power of God. You don't know your rights. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, you, this is an ignorance that you don't want. And I wanted to show it to you clearly today. Amen. I said it last week, but I want to show it to you in the scriptures. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Not knowing the scriptures will call you to cause you to miss the power of God, saints. Uh, 
I love the word of God. You all know I love teaching it. I love reading it. I love learning it. But you always hear me say, but that power, that demonstration of power that follows that word, it's nothing like that. Amen. When you see God back that word up with action, oh, Lord, have mercy. That's what you miss when you're ignorant to the scriptures. Amen. That's what Jesus is telling these Sadducees. You err in the scriptures. You don't know what you're talking about. He knows what's written. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 30. He's going to straighten them out right here. It says, for in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as, as the angels of God in heaven. See, Jesus is telling them in the resurrection, which the Sadducees didn't even believe in, but he's telling them in the resurrection, there's no such thing as marriage. Amen. In the resurrection, we're married to Christ. That's the marriage that's going to take place in the resurrection. Remember, he's coming back for his bride, us. That's the marriage. But but what they're asking him, well, who's going to marry this sister? Who, who when, when since it's a resurrection, this is how they plan it, doesn't it? Since it's a resurrection, then answer this. Since you believe it's a resurrection, Jesus, answer this. Who's going to marry her? Whose wife will she end up being since she had all seven of them? They all married her. Who will she finally be with? Oh, that's ignorance of the scripture, saints of God. You don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. You could be ignorant to a lot of things, but don't be ignorant to this word. Study it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 31. Look at this, saints. It says, but as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac? And the God of Jacob, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Amen. Oh, he's giving them a lesson right now. <laughs> he's giving them a straight up lesson, saying to God. Look at verse 33. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. <laughs> Follow me. Stay with me, saints. See, truth is astonishing, saints. Do you hear me? <laughs> That's why you want to know it. Huh? See, when Satan comes at you and he's going to come at you and you speak that truth to him, he's astonished because he don't want you to know it. He think you don't know. You don't want to be ignorant to God's truth, saints of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. See, when you, when you continue in God's word, I'm quoting scripture, but I'm just saying it. When you continue in God's word, then you are his disciples indeed. Huh? Now, what is a disciple? A student of the word, one who's constantly in the word of God. That's a disciple of the word. So when you continue in, the, in God's word, you are his disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. That's how you get free, saints. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? Why are we so free? Because we know this word. We're not ignorant to it. Amen. So when Satan comes, we can quickly say, oh, no, it is written. Huh? And then quote him what's written. He's going to try to twist it all up. But you just stand on what the Lord said. 
Amen. You don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. Look at verse 34. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they gathered together. Now here come the Pharisees, saints. They wanted to play the dozen with Jesus. <laughs> Back in that day, you know, the, the religious folks, hear me now, catch the revelation. The religious folks, the religious leaders, huh? some priests, chief priests, and all, they constantly want to play the dozen with Jesus. Amen. So foolish. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. So here come the Pharisees now. Amen. Look at verse 36. They say, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? So a question. Because it says in verse 35, then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? One of the Pharisees, which was a lawyer, you know, they were they so they knew the law, amen. God's law. And all the people that had a problem with Jesus are the ones that knew the law. <laughs> amen. Or they thought they knew it. Look at the Sadducees. They thought they understood the resurrection. Amen. They no, they thought it was no resurrection until they met the resurrection. And the resurrection told them how the resurrection would go. Huh? Before then, they thought they knew. That's why they was astonished at, at his doctrine. Amen. Oh, Lord. And the same with the Pharisees. Amen. Same thing, saints of God. So they, they ask him a question. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Don't you think they don't, they don't think, they think they know what's the great commandment in the law? Huh? They're the Pharisees, a lawyer. A law, he's asking Jesus about the law, a lawyer. Amen. I want y'all to see this. But here's my question to y'all today. Why would you tempt Jesus? <laughs> so you remember when Jesus rebuked Satan for tempting him, <laughs> telling him you shouldn't tempt the Lord thy God? You remember that? <laughs> but before he rebuked him, you know, he told him what was written. Amen. But he rebuked him. I'm going to read it in Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. It says, Jesus said unto him, it is written again. Huh? See, when you when 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 Satan comes, you know, and he's talking to you and 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 and, and telling you what you should and should not do and what you and how you should do this and that, you gotta let him know. It is written. And then when he comes back, it is written again. That's what you hear came back to Jesus. So Jesus just told him, it is written again. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus told Satan, don't tempt him. Now, here these Pharisees come tempting Jesus, <laughs> the lawyer. Amen. Now, let's read Jesus' answer to him in verse 37. Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. All oh, saints of God, I just want to show you how important it is when you want to get your priorities straight on what you fall in love with. Amen. This first commandment is telling you, you want to fall in love with the Lord first. <laughs> love him with all your heart, all your strength, everything. And then we want to love each other the same way. Amen. 
Look at verse 40. It says, on these two commandments hung all the law and the prophets. <laughs> See, we're talking about setting our priorities straight. He's talking to the lawyer right now, telling him, listen, lawyer, on loving God with everything and loving each other, your law hangs all your law. <laughs> Amen. That's what he's telling them. Your, your whole law, everything you know about the law and the prophets hangs on these two I just gave you. That's the most important. So the number one priority, saying to God, is to love God with everything and then love each other the same way. Amen. We're talking about priorities and love today. Amen. I showed you the number one thing out the gate that you don't want to fall in love with. Showed it to you. Amen. And that's money. Now I wanted to show you exactly what you do fall in love with. Amen. And that's God. Amen. You want to love God with everything, with all your strength and all your might. Amen. All your mind, all your soul. Love him with everything. You could just do that one thing. You will love each other the same way. God is love. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. The number one priority is to love God with everything, saints. And each other the same way. Hallelujah to you. You want to get that in your, in your spirit and your priorities will really be straight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. You know, I always got a bonus for you. And I'm going to read this bonus to you. And then we I want to pray. I want to I want to pray for some folks and I want to uh thank you, Lord Jesus. Um I'm gonna pray for some folks and I want to pray for us. Amen. Because the Lord told showed me exactly what to pray after I give you all this word. So I'm I want to do it just the way he showed me to do it. But here's your bonus. Turn to Matthew chapter six. I want to read you this bonus. We're on love and priorities today, right? Saints of God. Love and priorities. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You all remember at the early morning prayer, uh, uh, I was at the airport about to go to Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, it was it was so odd. I'm at the airport. But I, I want to tell you a couple of things that happened. When I was on that prayer line with you all, I was trying to keep it as low as possible. I didn't want it to be. But people were even coming so close. They just wanted to hear. I guess they heard me praising God. They heard you all praising God. They heard you all giving your scriptures. They heard you all giving your affirmations. And the people were just coming close. And I noticed they would sit one place and then they would just look and listen. Then they would come even closer and closer. Huh? They're hungry for this word. Amen. They want to hear it. They want to know it. They don't want to be ignorant to it, saints of God. I just want to drop this in your spirit. You know, because we just came off that witnessing series. Amen. They'll listen to you. Amen. They'll listen to you. Tell them that Jesus Christ is Lord. You need Jesus. He died for us. Huh? They'll listen. He is the resurrection. All these things that I'm talking about, they'll listen to it. Amen. They was listening. You know, I wanted to say so bad while we was in the prayer service. They're listening to us. They're listening to us. Huh? They're getting so close so they can hear us. 
Amen. They'll listen to you, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to drop that in your spirit. Here's your bonus. It's in Matthew chapter 6. Look at verse 31. It says, Therefore, <clears throat> take no thought saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what withal shall we be clothed? So this scripture here is telling us, you know, don't take thought to all those things. Huh? That, that's not prioritizing when you take thought. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? Huh? That, that, that shouldn't be in your priority list. That's what the scripture is really saying. It said, take no thought for that stuff. Look at verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. See, he already know we need something to eat. We need something to drink. We need something to wear. Huh? So we don't have to be so bogged down with those thoughts. Huh? Our priorities are loving God and loving each other. Amen. Look at verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. See, that's the order. That's the priority. Again, he's reprioritizing. Don't think about food. Don't think about drinks. Don't think about clothes. That ain't part of the priority. He got no all, all those things. But think on him. Amen. Seek the kingdom first. This is the priority. First things first. You know how you prioritize that day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. Seek the kingdom first. Prioritize that. And God's righteousness, not your own. It says, and his righteousness. Amen. We want to know what's right in the eyes of God. Because, you know, when we look at ourselves, everything we do is right. Amen. We don't do nothing wrong. Amen. That's not what you want to seek, your own righteousness. That'll get you all messed up. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, I got to drop this. The Lord just told me just to tell you all this one. Amen. Because I remember, I remember when I used to gamble, I would justify it and say, you know what, Lord? This is just like a night out. I'm not really gambling. I only take $50 or $100 and play win or lose. That's all I do. That's not gambling. But the Lord showed me that that wasn't true. He said, that's not for you, son. He told me I was cheating on him. And he gave me a dream to, to show it to me. Amen. I'm, 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 my wife is cheating on me. And I'm wondering, why is my wife cheating on me? I give her everything. Why would she cheat? And then the Lord woke me up and said, that's how I feel. That's how you feel, Lord. I give you everything. Why would you do that? <laughs> and I never did it again. So if you wonder, did he, did he go to Vegas and gamble? No. <laughs> Amen. Not I. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and to God be the glory. Not my will. Not my glory. It's not that I'm a big, but I remember that. Amen. I knew what the Lord was saying to me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So I just wanted to drop that on you all, saint of God. The order is to seek the kingdom first. Seek the kingdom first and his righteousness, not your own. See, in my righteousness, I thought that was okay. Oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm only taking $50. This ain't gambling. Gamblers, they may lose the house to everything they got. You know, that's gambling. I'm just going out like a night at the dinner. But the Lord told me no. <laughs> not so, son. I think about that too. I just want to give you all this one. I think about that sometimes. Because, see, God had this for me, ministry, representing him, representing his word. See, in that mindset, you all say, wow, look at the pastor. He's over there playing this or that, blah, blah, blah. 
it doesn't line up. He know what, see, I had to trust God. We all have to trust him. I had to trust him when he told me, no, that's not for you, son. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> We're talking about love and priorities today, saints. Again, Jesus told the Pharisees, and I'm telling you, amen, that uh, the number one thing we do is love God with everything and uh, and then love our, each other the same way. That's the number one priority. Amen. Here is seek the kingdom first and God's righteousness, his righteousness, and all these other things will be added. That's the priority, saints of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm going to read the last, this last verse in, uh, which is verse 34 says, take therefore no thought for the morrow. Huh? I said, don't be worried. See, when you start thinking, oh, tomorrow this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Oh, this may going to happen to me tomorrow. I got to do, don't take thought of that stuff. See, tomorrow is this scripture said, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. <laughs> Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. It's saying we got enough evil today to deal with. Don't don't bring up tomorrow all oh, that's going to bring. Just deal with it today. That's what it's saying, saints of God. Seek the kingdom first and his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is the first part of a series, saints. He, he gave me so much more. But I, 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 I want to, I don't want to lose you are going so deep, so much, you know, I, so I'm trying to give it to you in parts. So that's the, part one is what I just gave you today. Part two, we're going to be talking about the world, <laughs> the glamour of it. Amen. Because, <laughs> you know, we tend to fall in love with things when they're glamorous. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you about that next week. But today, saying to God, I'm going to give you a quick quiz and then we're going to be out of here. Amen. Here's the quiz. It's called, this is the priority test right here. Amen. So you know where you're at. Amen. If it's your time to assemble together, listen to me carefully, or your worship time, on the time you set aside when you worship God, or your prayer time, time you set aside when you pray to the Lord. But other things you have to do is more important. You don't have your priorities straight. That's a test. I just wanted to give you that test. So you know who you are. Amen. If, if any of that fits and you don't, and, and you're and other things are more important, your priorities are not straight. Amen. So my first prayer today, you all know I said, what we need to pray for. We getting ready. I'm going to pray for all of us that we get our priorities straight. Because the Lord said, after you give this word, I want you to pray for you and everybody on the line that they get their priorities straight. So that's what I want to do to say to God. Father, I lift up myself and everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord. And I pray that we get our priorities straight. You showed it to us in so many words. You said, first of all, to love you with everything. And then love each other the same way. Also, you told us to seek the kingdom first and your righteousness, Lord. And you will add things to us. So we don't want to put anything in front of you, Father. Nothing. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You're number numero uno in our life, Lord. 
and we're thanking you right now. Father, we're thanking you, Father. And we're saying in Jesus' name, we're going to keep you in that position. Number one, we know if that order, if that priority is set straight, everything else is straight, set straight, Lord. You showed us how money, the love of it, is the root of all evil. You showed it to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So right now, we're setting our priorities straight in Jesus' name that we get it right. First things first. And the first thing is you, loving you and loving each other. That's first, Lord. Seeking the kingdom. That's first, Lord. Not putting anything, making, oh, I, can, I can't come together because I got to go do this. I got. We're not going to do that, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus.